A billion years ago, there was nothing but space Then one of God's wet farts blew all the planets in place There were no signs of life on Mars or Venus But planet Earth was blessed with two baby geniuses Baby geniuses, we know everything Baby geniuses, we know everything Baby geniuses, we know everything Baby geniuses, tell us something we don't know Okay End of theme song. Hi, welcome to Baby Geniuses. Hello. My name's Emily. I'm Lisa Hannawalt. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, I'm Emily Heller. Should oh, I yeah. say my last name? My last I'm name. Emily Heller, <laughs> and that's Lisa Hannawalt, and we are the Baby Geniuses. Uh, this is our first recorded podcast. Uh, maybe not the one we're going to release first, but it's the first one we're going to record. Mm-hmm. Um, Lisa, why would you say that we called it Baby Geniuses and not something that maybe makes sense? Um, I'm sort of... Well, there's a lot of podcasts I like that have sort of uh, common phrases as titles, but I feel like it was time to try something different. And um, yeah, instead of a common phrase, like a very unpopular movie from the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I just <laughs> Not enough <laughs> podcasts are named after really <laughs> unpopular movies. We could have called it Mrs. Doubtfire, but that's too popular. Yeah, there's already a podcast called Mrs. Doubtfire. Is there? It's uh, yeah, it's just people talking like uh, Harvey Keitel or, <laughs> Hello. Like, or Harvey Firestein. <laughs> what's the difference between Harvey Keitel and Harvey Firestein? Are we ever gonna know? I don't know. Never. Uh, we'll never know that. Uh, a little bit of background on us. My name's Emily. I'm a I'm a comedian and a talker, professional talker. <laughs> both of those sometimes at the same time. And Lisa, how would uh, you describe yourself and what you do with your life? <laughs> I'm Emily's sidekick, and um, I'm a cartoonist mainly. Yeah, so I draw and don't talk a lot. I basically <laughs> until now. <laughs> I I made Lisa do a podcast with me because I knew that she would never draw a picture of me otherwise, <laughs> uh, unless she was doing a project with me directly. Um, but also uh, because she's super funny. Um, Oh, and, thank you. Oh, look at us getting oh. gushy already. <laughs> um, what would you say is your, what are your personal, well, let's introduce what the concept of this is. How about that? Well, we're thinking it's about knowledge. Knowledge, right? yeah. Yeah, we're geniuses. We're geniuses. We, we're baby geniuses. <laughs> we're baby geniuses, so we know most things, but there's room for growth. <laughs> right? Yeah, is right. that is that yeah. a good we mo- we just we wanted to call it tell me something I don't know but someone already has a podcast called that. So yeah. or yeah. I know, right? I know, right? Those yeah. That would that would have been good. Um very dated though. That would be like the podcast yeah. of 2012. <laughs> um what are your goals for this podcast? What do you want What do you want to happen to you as a result of this? <laughs> <laughs> what do you want the the effects on your body and mind to be? I want to feel really relaxed, and I want to, like, learn from other people. Okay. I want to absorb their knowledge like a sponge. Yeah. That's that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. I want that. I want to find out what people know that I don't know. Mm Mm-hmm. I want to talk to our funny friends and find out what weird stuff they know that we don't know. Because that's – I feel like there's some stuff that I know – and no one else knows. <laughs> and not just stuff about bad things I've done. There's like other <laughs> stuff that's like important, important to know. Let's just um, tell our secrets for an hour. Oh, yeah. That would be a good, very <laughs> informational. We're, we're getting real loose with the uh, with the term information on yeah. this show. I think that's what's going to happen. I feel like what I want to do is I want to level the playing field 
in terms of how valuable a piece of information is. This is like the internet of podcasts in terms of democratizing <laughs> how important things are. It's all going to get talked about. Uh, and I think that that might be a good way to segue into our first segment, which oh, yeah. is called Wiki of the, the Week. week. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We're going to have a theme song for that soon that maybe we'll get uh, put in over what I'm saying right now. This is a segment where we review some of our favorite Wikipedia pages and tell you our favorite parts of them. Um, if you don't know, Wikipedia is a website, uh, which is like a page of a book, but there's a, a lot of them on the internet, and <laughs> you don't have to put them on paper. Uh, is, that, <laughs> is that a good explanation of what a yeah, web page is? that makes sense. Um, um, for our first one, we chose something super um, appropriate. Yeah. Uh, we're just going to... The, our first Wikipedia page that we're going to review is the Wikipedia page for the movie... Baby Geniuses. I really hope we don't get sued and have to change the name of our podcast. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> uh, I actually really hope that we do get sued because <laughs> we would get so much publicity for the, that. The people who made this movie are prowling the web for yeah. mentions of their movie. We would be like the danger mouse of podcasts <laughs> if we got oh sued. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I love Danger Mouse's album about Baby Geniuses. Yeah. <laughs> really awesome. that, that album where he mashed up the Beatles and the movie Baby Geniuses was yeah. my favorite Danger Mouse album. <laughs> Um, uh, okay, so Lisa and I have independently reviewed the Wikipedia page for the movie Baby well, Geniuses. First, I mean, Emily, have you seen this film? Because I, I have not. I have seen this film. You have not. So what? before you looked at the Wikipedia page, what did you think it was going to be about? I thought it was about babies who get really smart via some sort of um, pseudoscientific procedure, and then they escape Right, and then they, or am I confusing this with Baby's Day Out? You're you're mashing up Baby's Day Out and uh, Rise of the Planet of the Apes. <laughs> I am, yeah. I am a big Which Rise of the Planet I'm not of the gonna Apes lie, that sounds like a pretty great movie. Yeah, um, yeah. I have seen this movie. I don't. I I wouldn't say that seeing this movie gives you an idea of what it's about at all. But uh, <laughs> I will say that I have seen it um, a long time ago. I feel like the basic premise of the movie is that. Um, before babies learn to talk, they're actually geniuses, but we don't know it because we can't hear what they're saying. Do they talk? They have like their own telepathic language, <laughs> and then when they turn two, they start talking and they cross over. I'm doing air quotes right now. Cross over uh -huh. into being normal people, and they have to start over, which n makes perfect sense and is probably true. Is, um, it, it, <laughs> is this movie better or worse than Look Who's Talking? Um, important it, question. <laughs> important question. I think that it is probably worse than Look Who's Talking. Correct. But better. <laughs> Nothing's you, better than Look You Who's haven't talking. seen this yet. No, I just But know. you also know. I just know. Uh, well, if you like Look Who's Talking, you'd probably like Baby Geniuses, aside from the fact that IMDb gives it like the lowest rating possible. Well, glancing over the Wikipedia page makes me want to see it more than anything. Like one of the first things I see is the actors look embarrassed to be on screen. It's something <laughs> one of the critics mentioned, and I really want to see what that looks like. Oh, Maybe oh all God. the actors are just like blushing and looking Everyone down. Everyone's just like, I don't want to be in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, my favorite part of the Wikipedia page for Baby Genius is the movie, as is my favorite part of any Wikipedia page for a movie, is someone goes in and pretty much describes the plot in way too much detail and with a lot of editorializing. And I don't this? think I don't think anyone is going into the Baby Genius's Wikipedia page and being like, "This is biased. <laughs> Write this more." So the last paragraph. Do you think this was written by a Baby Genius? 
well, this, this Wikipedia no, entry. they don't. They they don't get to do Wikipedia. They have their oh, own Wikipedia shoot. called Babypedia, <laughs> and it's not on the internet. It's in their brains. Anyway, uh, that's also in the Wikipedia page. Uh, there's just. I'm just going to read you the last paragraph of the plot summary. Dan and Robin adopt Sly. Dan is still curious of the secrets of life, but as the twins have crossed over, they no longer know those secrets. Carrie, their sister, doesn't reveal anything. In parentheses, just gives her dad a sly smile because adults aren't meant to know their secrets. I need to see this movie. (laughs) (laughs) Here's what I think is amazing about that. I feel like this whole movie is kind of like a Revenge of the Babies type of uh, like uh, type of movie. You know how like there's like a lot of movies where like the kids, uh, you know, best the grownups oh, and like yeah. show them who's really in charge. Yeah, yeah. Here's the thing though, like I understand why those movies are popular, like where kids triumph over adults because kids watch those movies. Yeah. No one is like rooting for babies. Kids, <laughs> kids. All they want is to not be called a baby. Yeah. Babies need adults to be in charge. Otherwise, they die very quickly. Yeah. Also, baby geniuses are not real. And no one, there's no demographic for this movie, is what I'm saying. (laughs) And I think that's why Roger Ebert hated it so much. What was your favorite part of the Wikipedia page, just from the criticism part? Well, I also like it when they talk about um, how uh, the effects were used to digitally superimpose moving lips over babies' mouths. Um, but many critics pointed the effect out as being unnerving. But that's, oh my God. But that's like an effect that uh, clearly audiences loved it. Like critics hate it, audience love it because people have continued to do this. <laughs> yeah. Like in commercials and also how many critics to have to too. how many critics have to use the word unnerving before it makes its way into the Wikipedia page? Yeah. <laughs> Creepy as fuck. <laughs> uh, anyway, I think I want I want to just encourage all of you. To go see the movie Baby Genius. <laughs> Seek it out in your local revival theater yeah, house. <laughs> it, it made, what, one of Ebert's bottom one, or no, IMDb's bottom 100 list. And it's also one of uh, Roger Ebert's um, most hated films. Most hated films. <laughs> yeah. And that guy doesn't know it. shit about movies. So this movie <laughs> is amazing. Uh I think that might... Does that conclude our Wiki of the Week segment? Yeah, I think that about wraps that it up. That concludes Wiki of the Week. Yay. Um, all right. End theme song. I don't know if we're going to have an end theme song for that. Um, but uh, let's introduce our very first guest. Uh, you might know her uh, from uh, Last Comic Standing or from the web series Kid Farm or from any uh, public appearances she's made as my friend, (laughs) Um, or from doing comedy, or um, if you are an internet pervert. Everyone, please welcome Jamie Lee. Yay, Jamie. Thank you. Okay, first question, is that your real voice? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What are you talking about? (laughs) Hi. sexy. Um, Thank you so much for being on our show. Oh, thanks for Um, having me. As you know, uh, the theme of this show is weird knowledge. Uh-oh. No. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, question number one, do you know anything? <laughs> um, you know, w- I mean, I want to know, there's definitely knowledge I don't know about you. Okay. For example, how did you get started doing comedy? Oh, uh, well, when I graduated college, uh, my first job was at Comedy Central, I was working there as a publicist, well, not a publicist, as a publicist assistant. 
Okay, and Comedy Central is... Um, it's this channel. <laughs> it's like... You know how like when you turn on your TV, there are like options? It's one of the options. Oh, like like a like a like a New Year's resolution, yeah. like a life choice, mm, like a New Year's life choice. Okay, <laughs> it's okay. So you were working at a New Year's resolution, Comedy Central, right? What if uh, we were like this? This podcast is just we know everything, and then everything <laughs> anyone talks to us about, we're like, uh, I'm sorry, mm, television. Sure Actually, yeah, that sounds wrong. That's not. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah, yeah, yeah this no. Podcast is called You're Wrong <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with Emily and Lisa. Yeah. You make our guests feel terrible. Mm, pretty yeah. sure you're wrong with like yeah. five. <laughs> Pretty sure uh, you're wrong with Lisa That and doesn't Emily. sound right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but you're the boss, so uh, you're the boss and the publicist assistant uh, at Comedy Central. So you were working there, and you were like, I was, "This seems easy." Um, well, <laughs> uh, it was actually. I thought it was pretty hard, mostly because I, I think I knew pretty early on that that wasn't what I like wanted to do with my life was like be in publicity. But yeah. the cool thing was that I was actually working. Um, directly with stand-up on the network. Like, I worked on Premium Blend. It was still there when I was there. Oh. And Did then you kill it? Live at, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, bye. Um, and I, then, it's really creepy when, like, serial killers, that's what they say as they're killing someone. It's just like, <laughs> bye. Bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> um, yeah, so Premium Blend, and then it became Live at Gotham, and then um, Comedy Central Presents and all the one-hour specials. So I was just, like, watching stand-up a lot. And then I think I was just like, I should try this. Yeah. I, I this. started kind of doing that, too. Really? I mean, I got a job at Rooftop Comedy. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and so I watched, like, stand-up all day, every day. I had already started at that uh, point, but it made me not want to suck. Yes. Yeah. Totally, totally. Watching a lot of it helps you, really, you're like, oh, okay, this is actually how you do it. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I have a little ways to go here. Yeah. <laughs> all <laughs> right. I see what you guys did yet. there. Yeah. yeah. Was it harder than you thought? it would be just from um, watching it you know I think because I watched it so much it didn't feel impossible mm-hmm. but I definitely at no point still to this day think it's easy no <laughs> <laughs> every time I do it I'm like Jesus Christ um, but uh, but yeah I think it, it made it a little it, it felt more real because yeah. I just knew so many people who who did that and also um, I don't know I guess I just got used to seeing sort of like behind the scenes of like how people were creating material and stuff yeah. so it yeah it was don't a tell anyone experience. how we do it yeah shh yeah secret. she yeah. saw the secret yes <laughs> i'm a baby telling genius you, unlike every other podcast we're not going to talk to you about how comics write shows no. <laughs> <laughs> and we're like we'll never tell it's <laughs> yeah. like everybody else will yeah. so just tune in we'll never tell else. so there's just no reason to listen to this <laughs> yeah. at all bye uh, so uh, we talked about this a little bit before mm. you came on. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to talk about what it is that you know about that yeah. we don't know about. Yes. And the answer is um, religious I, fundamentalists. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. Religious fundamentalists. Um, I mean, I'm sure there are larger uh, geniuses on the matter. But but we don't want to talk to them. We no, we talk don't because they're not here. Yeah, they're not so here. that would be inconvenient. <laughs> we invited none of them, yeah. but still. <laughs> Um, yeah, I uh, I do. I have always been interested in it. I grew up in Texas, and I was not. I I am like I guess ethnically Jewish. Like my mom's side of the family is 
is Jewish, she is not. She's just like a lazy. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> like religiously lazy. Technically Jewish. I think. Yeah. <laughs> and um and so I and my dad was raised Baptist, but again loosely Baptist. So the two of them together was just like a big <laughs> meh uh, when it came to religion. And so I they like sort of dunked him under the water. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, it's like it's like a Zinfandel. It's not quite wine. <laughs> yeah. It's like a little little sweet. Um. <laughs> anyway, so. Yeah, so I was sort of uh, raised in this uh, religiously apathetic household, but I went to school with a lot of very religious Baptist kids. And like one of my friends, Bonnie, growing up, um, she would bring me to her. She went to she was she was so religious that she went to like this program during the week in addition to going to church on Sunday, which is like a lot of, that's a lot of like extracurricular uh, God loving. So yeah, I went with her on Sunday (laughs) Just to counteract school, like what she was (laughs) learning in school. Well, they did give away prizes there. So I just remember, like, I just remember going in and being like, oh my God, like this is so much fun, but I don't care at all about what anyone is (laughs) talking about. Like I thought that giving, I I just want these plastic vampire teeth. Yeah, exactly. I know. I was like, ooh, Ooh, mini Snickers. Uh, so, yeah, I, I really enjoyed the perks of the Sunday school, Wednesday night school situation, but I didn't embrace it. My parents never cared to, like, explain what it is I was hearing. What and, you were missing out yeah, on. Yeah, well, they're big, like, lever in the dark people anyway, just in general. Like, if it makes them uncomfortable, <laughs> they would just, like, like we're leave not going to town, it. turn the lights off in the house, yeah, just like, be like, she'll figure yeah, it out. Yeah, I was like, Home Alone was so real for me. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, no, they, they really, yeah, like, sex talk. They were like, nah, it's too weird for us. Like, you, yeah, I'm serious. Like, they t- they just never. Did they just never sit you down and it. be like, we were going to give you the sex talk, but it's too they just, weird. It, it literally Gross. went from never discussing it to suddenly just being like, all right, she's old enough to like joke around about it. But it, there was never. How did never, you find out from your friends? Um, uh, I went to my aunt's. This is so not what I came here to talk about. But, <laughs> it's but you're going to talk about the it. The way yeah. I found out about sex, I was at my aunt. Uh, who is who is now? She's single again. Um, she was married. Ladies, for, I know, right? <laughs> she was married for a short period of time, and before that, she was dating that person that she married for a short period of time. And uh, he was a uh, counseling psychologist. <gasps> and when he moved into her, he moved into her apartment when I was like ten years old, and brought all of his books from school, like from his <gasps> PhD program and or masters. I don't yeah. know if I'm saying that. Anyway, so he brought all of his. Books and I remember finding the joy of sex on his bookshelf, and I, I was there with his daughter was my age, so me her, like we were both just looking, just, at, looking just through flipping the through the joy of sex and like feeling horny, but like not understanding <laughs> why. And then I stole the book and I put it behind my bed, and my <gasps> my mom found it and was like, "If you have any questions, let us know." But like, literally I had that same experience with the joy of sex. It. We found what? my parents' really? copy. Yeah, we found my parents' copy. Me and a friend. Very graphic, and we by like. The way. Yo, yeah, that was the best Just part as, about it. I mean, the illustrations are incredible. Oh, like, the illustrations so, of like fingering oh, are yeah. so detailed. Like, is that why you yeah, became an artist, like, Lisa? I think so. It's very 18 intense. 18 labia. Yeah, now, it's, that's it's, like, like really not that many. That's like a little it's bit like less they added than the normal. Doesn't it look Giorgio? Like, it oh, looks yeah. a little Giorgio O'Keefe. Like, yeah. it's very pretty. Wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's beautiful. Go out and get your copy today. I learned about sex from What's Happening to My Body Book for Boys. 
<laughs> which I that also found so much. in so my parents' room. You still don't know room. that these are, these are boobs. Yeah. <laughs> I just know that, like, when you have sex, it's like, like they had... You I, I really learned about what standing up, just about boners. I learned about what sex was just because my friend knew which page the, like diagram of sex is on, which mm-hmm. is like a cross-section, like a scientific cross-section of a man and a woman in a sweet embrace. <laughs> and <laughs> hugging. And I was like six. And I was like... That's young. And then I tried to... My friend Emma found it, and I was like, we should have sex just so mm-hmm. we get it over with. Sure. Like, not not really understanding, like, even though I saw the diagram that there needed to be a penis to do what we saw in the book. And yeah. I was just like, let's have sex. And I think we just locked my parents' bedroom door, and then we're like, <laughs> now what? And then just didn't... And just, like, laid on the bed, didn't touch each other. And I was like, did we do it? Yeah, you pretty much did. We pretty much did you it. You got the yeah. gist that sounds, of it. That sounds pretty good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. That sounds, you know. You definitely got some Ideal day. relationship. Yeah. Okay, wait. Let's, let's bring the car back around yeah, let's bring to, it back uh, around. to religious fundamentalists. Yeah. So anyways, uh, due to my um, upbringing, I think it's always sort of sparked my curiosity just about people who are not only Christian, but just like heavily, heavily sort of psychotically Christian. <laughs> yeah. and, um, Which is, I think, the term that they prefer. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I feel yeah. heavily Christian. Are you psychotically yeah. Christian? Great. I'm like, nice a, to meet you. Yeah. Not just heavily, like, I'm like super fat, mm-hmm. like obesely like morbidly yeah. Christian. Yeah, morbidly <laughs> Christian. Yeah. Um, so I remember I've always had an interest in it. And my roommate, when I first moved to New York, worked for uh, Random House. And so she brought me this, she would always give me like free books. And she brought me this book called Escape. And it was about a girl. A woman who um, fled the Mormon fundamentalist community. Like, she actually escaped it. And this was when Warren Jeffs was, like, still ruling the community. Yeah. And uh, and it was just the most interesting piece of li- literature. You can't call it yeah. whatever. The, the best book I had read, really, ever, just subject matter-wise, was so interesting to me. And I remember the thing that stuck out the most was that uh, just the – well – you know how on TV right now they have, like, sister wives? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. they all get along, and they're, like, buddies, and they, like, go to Vegas together mm-hmm. and, like, have, like, wife night without the yeah. husband. Yeah, and they make it seem so fun. It's not fun at all. It's <laughs> horrible. They do not get along. There is so much power play involved. Um, one thing in particular, I remember they have a term within the Mormon fundamentalist community. Again, I need to, like, read what is going on now that Warren Jeffs is out of the picture. Yeah. But at the time, they had this thing – and I'm – whatever I'm sorry for all the tangents but I'm sure this still exists called uh, keeping sweet and it's where with all the with all the wives um because they don't naturally get along because what will happen is, like, you know, sometimes there will be, like, 14 wives in a household. Yeah. So uh, the husband... <laughs> Which sounds like a horrible sorority. A horrible, yeah. I mean... <laughs> a yeah, sorority where no one is masturbating. Yeah, yeah it's <laughs> awful. And, like, what will happen is, like, the husband... In her case, the husband... Um, her name is Carol Jessup. I'm sure she's written other books since this happened because now she's not a yeah. fundamentalist anymore. She, like, ended up getting a husband and having kids outside of it, and it was, like, this big triumph yeah. for her. But um, when she was there, she was the one that he wanted to have sex with, like, the the husband in the situation. She was the hot wife. She was the hot <laughs> wife, and there was one, one wife in particular who, like, really was mentally ill, and no one did anything about it. Like, they just didn't know how to deal with her. They were like, just, like, leave her alone. I mean, she was, like, it sounded like she was schizophrenic. Like, it was never diagnosed in the book, but she sounded like mm-hmm. she needed medication, and, like, they just 
just like left her. Like, wait. So what is keeping sweet? Okay, sorry. So keeping sweet is um, keeping sweet is where you have to just pretend that you get along with all of the other wives, even if <gasps> yeah, e- even if you're unhappy. Also, like the sex thing, you have to yeah. keep sweet. You have to not complain that like. You know, if you, your like husband's if your, dick is all weird, right? Or like, oh yes, or or if one of the wives like doesn't feel like she's getting attention from the husband, she can never be like, listen, I don't really feel fulfilled in this situation. Like you're basically just a slave to your husband, so you have to keep sweet and like you just can't complain. It's like the opposite of like Jews. <laughs> yeah. it it's the like, opposite of Judaism. It is. It's the opposite of Judaism. You just have to like chill and yeah. not. Voice yeah. complaints of any kind. Wow. Yikes. Yeah. So I remember I still think about that. I'm like, oh, keeping sweet. It's like the worst. I, feel uh, like I, I keep sweet minus the sex part, though. Just like <laughs> pretend I don't really have problems with anybody just to get along. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, like yeah, a, we, we definitely right thing to keep the peace. <laughs> right. Right. I mean, there is something to be said for just like being a chill person, but it yeah. doesn't sound like they're chill in the cool way that like surfers are. No. It just sounds like, dude. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about, Emily? Did you not just hear everything I said? It sounds really chill. Yeah, yeah like totally chill. chill. Minus the horrible, creepy misogyny uh, and control yeah. issues. <laughs> well, and so you also probably like looked into this more when you guys were taping Kid Farm. Yeah, so then with Kid Farm, which is my web series about, it's based on the TV show. It's actually, 19? I think now it's 20. Oh, no, they, they had a miscarriage. I thought it was still 20. No, I think it's 19. Did they stop at 19? I always get I confused. They definitely did have a miscarriage. Well, I... I, yeah, I think they had right. a miscarriage and they took a weird picture at, of the baby, little baby hand. Yeah. And, I, yeah. And they had a funeral for it. Jubilee. <laughs> that was the oh, name of the kid. God. They named the kid Jubilee. I really the wanted... The kid that died yeah. was named Jubilee. What? Uh, that's not because all of their kids have J, J names. names. I really wanted Jesus. them to name that one Jamiroquai. <laughs> I was crossing my fingers, but maybe the next one. Okay, <laughs> so you 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 have a web series called Kid Farm that's based on. I wanted it named Jemima. Jemima. Jemima Kirk, my favorite actress. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I love girls. I'm not shitting on girls. It's so weird. Anyways, <laughs> um, so so weird. If the Duggars just like love girls, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's their favorite. <laughs> like it's just so different. We. Fast forward through 20 minutes <laughs> of it every episode. Three total minutes yeah. of girls. Yeah. <laughs> Love the sweaters they all wear. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so anyways, with Kid Farm, um, a lot of people think that the Duggars are Mormon, and they're not. They're quiverful, which they never address on the show. They never talk they about never, what sect they are on they any of those They never talk shows. about the sect, even though they go to quiverful conferences. There is an episode where they go and meet with other quiverful families, and they still don't say this is a quiverful convention. They're just like, it's a large family convention. And it's like, <laughs> no, you guys are like clearly not just a large family. Yeah. Like, that's not what's happening here. So anyways, quiverful. Wait, yeah, so what is a quiverful? Because I've actually never, I had never heard of that. A lot of people have. In Salon.com, that's, I, I owe it to them uh, that I know what quiverful is. They wrote Big a whole up, article. Salon.com. Salon.com. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so <laughs> they need they need help with their traffic. I don't yeah. think they're gonna make it. So don't worry, we're here for you, Salon.com. Our massive um, media yeah. presence is gonna <laughs> give successful. you a little boost. You a little boost. <laughs> um, so, anyways, uh, Quiverful is uh, it is a uh, evangelical Christian sect that believes that uh, very like vehemently is against birth control, yeah. and it started in the I. I just actually read up on this because I couldn't remember the woman's name. I wrote her down. Hold on. Do they do actual quivering? 
like uh, <laughs> like like archery. Oh, I was, I was like, yeah. No, no, no. Well, like, oh, just like, like shaking. Yeah, like, shaking. Oh, like, oh, like quivering. Yeah. yeah. Like, do they quiver before God? Um, that I don't know. Is that what quakers do? It, it's yeah. Don't they actually like? Isn't there a quaking element to it? <laughs> Your body. I d- I don't I know, know much about them, but the oatmeal friendly. and the pacifism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Wait. So what's her, what's her so name? So her name Nancy Campbell. She was a feminist, and then she thought that figured out that that was wrong. Yeah, she thought that um, feminism was actually like antinatal because it was just like supporting birth control so much. So mm. she wrote this book called The Way Home. And the seventies, and now she's like one of the, her and her husband are like the leading like quiverful people of oh, the she yeah, of the movie. I'm not articulate for being a genius. Uh, yeah, so well, we're the geniuses. Oh right, we're right. Yeah. yeah, I'm just a you're, friend of the genius. You're up for review. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that takes the pressure off. Yeah. Um, anyway, I was hoping it would put the pressure on, but that's it does, whatever. It, it however, takes it off. yeah, I okay. can never, I can never measure up. Yeah, um, and I'm not gonna try. But uh, yeah, so she she wrote th- this book about it, and um, it just means that it, it's very similar to Mormon fundamentalism in that they believe having more children gets you closer to God. So that is similar to what um, the Mormon fundamentalists are. They, so believe. they're Christian, though. They right? are Christian. Yeah. And it <laughs> when you were saying the quiver thing, quivering, uh, it's it's supposed to be like a full quiver, like of oh. arrows. Oh. And your yeah, children you're, are you're, arrows. Well, you're, it's you're, more like your dick is your arrow, and it's just like. Oh my off. god! <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. Yeah. So yeah, you're just uh, yes. You on the one color. hand, I'm very in favor of phallocentric imagery mm-hmm. in spirituality. On the other hand, I don't think this is the way that I would like it. No. Um, this is I like guess, it's mo- I, too much of a compromise. <laughs> I think you're. I mean, it's probably. I don't know. You know, I should look that up because I don't. I think it's both. I think it's supposed to be whatever. Because so when you told me about that, I was like, quiver. is it like shooting your children like arrows? No. Into Jesus, I don't know. Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, or is it just? I thought it meant that a full quiver meant like having a large family. Okay, but I might be wrong. Now I now I should. But it's like if your quiver is full, those are arrows that you can use. Yes, to to get closer. Yes, get closer to God. Exactly. Exactly. Through archery. Now I'm just imagining a guy like masturbating in front of a target, just like shooting. I'm sorry. <laughs> is that not what do they not do? Do not apologize. Please draw a picture of that right now. <laughs> like a great deal. There's not like a dartboard in their house yeah. and just like covered in jizz. Oh, <laughs> Every time they drive by Target, they're like, Something Ugh. tells me that like <laughs> quiverfuls are not in favor of jizz going anywhere other than a vagina though. Yeah. yeah. It's true. Yikes. Okay. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah, so... I think it's really weird that on those shows they don't address the fact that they're a very specific religion, even yeah. though that's why we're all watching. You know, uh, the Duggars in particular, the reason they actually weren't raised quiverful, Michelle and Jim Bob, the parents were not raised quiverful. What? They were Christian, but what happened was, I think it was... I think it was their maybe their first child, first or second child, they miscarried. And um, the doctor told Michelle that he thinks it was because she was on birth control before and that the oh. birth control messed with her pregnancy. So then she went, like, the extreme other way. And Lost was like, their minds. Yeah, and was just like, oh, my God, I can't believe I killed my child and oh I have to... God. Just you know, shun birth control forever. So That's she really just overcom. She basically had children to overcompensate, you know, her oh, for her guilt Jeez. because she felt which, bad. About which that. she does admit on the show. Yeah. She does admit that. Oh, yeah. that's so tragic. Yeah, it is tragic. And now they've had another one, and they just keep going. And they they believe that like ch- they'll say like our children, their blessings, and it's like. 
well at a certain yeah. point you know i don't know that your body can like handle more blessings <laughs> yeah. your blessings need to be yeah. like running around your house and growing can yeah. you just say them yeah um, <laughs> it would also be a blessing to have like a dog or mm-hmm. like, yeah. you know, like some free time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. A cup of joe. Yeah. Just, it's you know, like things, a, some guys. quiet moments at home with the fam. Yeah, right. Yeah. With the small fam. What's interesting is uh, Michelle Duggar, I've noticed, you know, sh- on the show, she won't ever, she never raises her voice. Um, and, and she has a very interesting way of parenting, which I actually kind of envy because I worry that when I have kids, I'm going to, like, lose my oh, mind. I'm going to be such a yeller. Yeah, I worry. <laughs> I mean, my mom yelled. Mine did and too. I worry that I'm going to be that way. And when I watch her, I'm like, oh, that is, like, pretty inspiring that she can she just doesn't yell. regulate without, you She's know, having these sweet. temper tantrums. She does. I was just going to say she keeps sweet. Oh, my God. Which is very mm. interesting. Does she talk about it like that? No. No. But she's always happy. She's always okay with everything. And I've seen her, you know, if one of the kids is, like, being out of line, she'll just be, like, one of the J names. Jacob? Yeah. I don't know if they have a Jacob. <laughs> Jizz man? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, that's her husband. Jimmy Oakley. Yeah. <laughs> it's my husband. I call him Jizz man. Jay-Z, get over <laughs> <Yeah>. here. <laughs> um, yeah, so she will, she, she'll, you know, like, hold their <clears throat> arm and just be like, no, we don't do that. And I, it's um, just She's, fun. like, dog whispering them. Yeah. It's unbelievable to me. I'm so envious. I know. Able to control yourself. We could learn something from the Duggars. Although, do you wonder if, like, maybe, like, when the cameras stop rolling, they have, like, a very severe family lecture that's, like, if you... Yeah, because those shows are so heavily edited. I feel, you know, with that show in particular, I, I really don't think so. You don't think I have a it. feeling because I know, just, like watching to- watching toddlers and tiaras, there's always <laughs> moments where the parent like whispers in the kids' ear, and you know that it was because it it was it fucking was like, kill you. It's just an unedited out a little outburst. Attack. No, like they show the outburst, and then the mom will like whisper in the kids' ear, like we're on television. They'll like subtitle oh, really? it, even uh, though like they know that the mom doesn't want that to be on TV. It's like we are on television. Oh, like shit. the kid cares, Jesus. Yeah, the kid doesn't care. <laughs> right. But it's just like the mom being severe with them. Yeah. Or like the mom will like carry the kid out of the room mm-hmm. or like into the bathroom or something where the cameras can't yeah. go. It's so funny when I when I, I haven't watched that show that I haven't watched that many episodes, but the few times I have, I, I always end up just attaching myself to the parents that don't seem totally crazy yeah. to me. Yeah. And then an, it I really just makes inherently them like their children okay. if they seem somewhat with it. Yeah. And prioritized yeah. in the way that they're handling their kids in these pageants. On that show, yeah, I feel like there's always like just the totally psycho moms and then the ones that look super normal in comparison who are like, we don't do full glitz. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, but then it's all, really that show is just all about the closeted pageant dads. Mm-hmm. Those are like. It's so, it's like, it should be a whole other show. Yeah, it yeah. should it should be a whole other yeah. show. But it's like they keep you watch. They they only do like a few every season. <laughs> they keep you watching just <laughs> for them. Sweet yeah. little nuggets of pageant dad. Yeah, and they're still married. They're all still yep. married. Yep. It's and they just one. never address it. But then they occasionally will like. I feel like they'll e- always end their interviews on a wink somehow or like. <laughs> there was one in particular. Where I remember the mom. I just felt like she didn't even matter compared to how involved the dad was with the, yeah. with the, and it was a, it was the girl i mean he, what sometimes they have a boy in the mix yeah sometimes like a, a pageant boy they have a pageant boy are there yeah. pageant boys I there seen, are pageant there boys are wow. and they wear little tuxedos oh, yeah. um yeah um all right it's it's almost time to bring in our expert um uh what 
Mm-hmm. Party. I don't know. Par- can you hang around for our expert hour? Mm-hmm. We our next segment oh, is expert sure. hour. Yes. Um, Lisa, is there anything else you want to know about the quiverfuls that we didn't cover? Um, are that there? The Duggars are obviously like the most high profile quiverfuls. Yes. Yeah. Of all time, it makes me want to watch that show about them. It's no, very I've never interesting. Seen the show about the Although, well, I feel like that show and with Sister Wives, they always dance around what you really want to know about, yeah. which is just like. Are you? Why are you guys still fucking? Yeah, I feel like that about both of those shows. Well, again with Sister Wives, just really quick. I feel like you know Sister Wives, the women are wearing jeans, and again, like they're all hanging out and going out on Friday night and leaving the husband alone. It's like the Mormon fundamentalists who really practice that wear those dresses with white collars and like hair braided down their back. I mean, yeah. like yeah. on Big Love, like yeah. it's a serious cult. Yeah, and yeah. they can't just go out right. At night. And and Mormons, non fundamentalists. Mormons don't believe in in polygamy anymore. I mean, yeah. you know, they most of them are against it. So that show to me, Sister Wives, I don't know what's going on there. They're just yeah. like a uh, like a combination. They're taking elements <laughs> of fundamentalism, but also like being super modern and like seems yeah. like some weird doing propaganda. whatever. It's it's it is such it is so not an accurate portrayal of any other. Fa- I don't think there's a family yeah. like them, and if there is, like I don't know. I want to know more about what's going on with Someone them. told me about that, like, I don't know where. This is another piece of knowledge that I just, like, am pulling out of my butt. And I don't know <laughs> where I heard it from or who Your they heard library. it from. Your butt brain. I'm, I'm going to the butt lib, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> scrolling through the card catalog, finding <laughs> what I can Ooh. about about sister wives. Um, what's on the micro feed? Yeah. <laughs> what Ooh. is on? What's on the feed? Yeah, what's on another the feed? podcast. Yeah. <laughs> the fecal feed. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> someone told me that I don't know if there was, like, an interview with someone who knew. Cody, who's the husband on mm-hmm, Sister Wives, mm-hmm. but apparently he's just like, I mean, like you need need to be told this, but apparently he's always been just like a total showboat, mm. and that like that is their driving motivation for being on that show. Is he just like really likes attention, even though it's totally foolish to be doing illegal polygamy and then being on TV about it, right. and that I think that it, that's more. His motivation probably for being a polygamist anyway. So he's just the ideal reality television star. Yeah, except with the oh my god, and, and he has terrible hair, which yeah. is also a really important trait. Yeah, and it's so upsetting because sometimes they show pictures of him when he's younger and he just has like normal hair. And now that he's <laughs> like forty five, nice he, no, he has a mushroom cut. He has like a bowl oh, cut and right. a goatee, and he used to just have like a normal person haircut. Right, right. Yeah, it's he aged so terribly and then somehow married again. Anyway, uh, Jamie. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Um, oh, do you have anything you to plug before we go, uh, move into expert hour? Sure. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter if you want. It's at the Jamie Lee, T-H-E-J-A-M-I-E-L-E-E. Very funny Twitter. It's super funny. Um, oh, thanks, guys. Yeah. Uh, I follow you. I, I follow you. I follow you. Oh, my God. Do you follow Lisa? <laughs> we should be in a chat room. Do you, don't, you, don't, you don't have to follow okay. me. Okay. No, I do follow Lisa. <laughs> oh, very cool. Hey. Uh, Lisa. Well, we'll plug our Twitters at the end. Uh, what does it mean? What does it mean? What does it mean? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We need an expert. We need an expert. We need an expert hour. Right now, uh, I'd like to move into a segment we call Expert Hour. It's really about 15 minutes, but that's it packs an hour's worth of information because this show is um, knowledge-themed 
and uh, we're faking it. We decided to bring in real <laughs> experts on real important topics, and our first expert that we have uh, with you right now is a uh, self-described and described by others vacation expert. Please yes. welcome Vacation Jason. Oh, yes. Thank you. I'm uh, here now. Jason, thank you so much for being on our show. Thank you um, for having me. First of all, uh, what makes you an expert on vacations? Wow, that is impossible to answer. <laughs> but if I had to say <laughs> one thing first, it would be I am barefoot all the time. I've noticed all right. that. Yeah, you came in here with no shoes. I at do all. not own a pair of shoes. I do not like shoes. I like being barefoot. It relaxes me, and I believe it relaxes people around me as well. Yeah, because maybe it f- makes them feel a little bit more comfortable taking their shoes off. It lets them know that you can and you should. <laughs> All, right. All right. Wait, okay. Yeah. So that's that's one, that's just like the lower ten percent of your body. Yes. What like what makes the on vacation? What makes the rest of your body a vacation expert? Oh wow. Well, I guess first of all, I wear a shirt with white tigers on it at all times. <laughs> okay. I wear sunglasses no matter what. Uh, I go on vacation constantly. I don't remember the last time I wasn't on vacation. Sometimes I go on vacations within vacations. Also, (laughs) from the mid to late 90s up until around 2004, uh, that was the last time I held down a job. I was a continuity consultant for rap videos that took place on (laughs) beaches or yachts. Oh, I love those videos. There's a lot of good videos. Yes. So you were kind of like a vacation expert as... A living before you went on permanent vacation. I just went whole hog on vacations. Yeah. Wait, okay. So you don't currently have a job. Is that correct? Well, um, I caught the writing bug. Uh, <laughs> Did you catch that on, <laughs> while on vacation? Yes, it was a big red beetle. <laughs> it bit me. I hallucinated. It said, write a mystery crime novel. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's called Crimes of Passion Fruit. <laughs> I love fruit. Well, that's, that's another thing you need to know about me. I love fruit. I love rap music. And I already said before, I am barefoot. I can get behind all, all right, this. Yeah, I'll buy things. it. Those yeah. are pretty much the three main hubs that make up my personality. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. So as a vacation expert, yes. Uh, what would you say are the biggest mistakes that people make on vacation? Good Lord. First of all, anybody who lives on something that isn't an island, just quit. Quit life? Or yeah. Yeah, I'll go as far as to say quit life or move to an island. I'll even accept the peninsula. <laughs> I have a name for people that live landlocked. They're called landlubbers. <laughs> well, I feel like that's like, a, that's like a, 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 what pirates call call people they don't like too. I'm I'm a very nautical person. Okay. I, I identify yeah. with pirates on several levels. Just on like the deck and on the gully <laughs> what are the striped shirts? Oh yeah. Well he oh, wears a my tiger white, shirt. My white tigers have sh- have stripes. Yeah. Uh, but you know you you probably both frequent the Caribbean. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Caribbean's definitely one of the main places I like to visit. Yeah what are your favorite vacation spots? Oh my God. Hawaii, uh Crete uh, Japan. Japan. Japan is an island. Yeah. Puerto Rico is an island. <laughs> uh, okay, I feel like you maybe are misinterpreting the question a little bit. Maybe you're just listing islands. Are you listing islands or are you saying <laughs> places you like to vacation or are those different in any way? One and the same. Okay, all right. <laughs> really? Wow. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
Well, I, I have a question because I'm actually going to Belize uh, in, a, in a month. Sounds like an island. Yeah, it's definitely an island. I have some <laughs> friends who, who live there, um, so they approve of their lifestyle. I respect them. Yeah. So uh, have you been to Belize? No. No. Okay. I was going to ask you if you – no, you should come. <laughs> you'll um, see me there. <laughs> yeah. You'll just – I'll figure there. it out. You'll figure it out. You'll get there. At some point. Um, so what do you – like, what What do you think are, like, people's must-do activities? Because, I mean, I'm, I'm sure that some of the activities that will happen in Belize are probably transferable. What's – no. Yeah, I might do uh, some you, There's uh, probably applicable advice that you could give, Lisa, about – I'm going to answer that with a few questions of my own, Lisa. <laughs> what do you know about – Laying on a hammock. Oh my God! I'm. I would consider myself a hammock expert. What do you know <laughs> about hollowing out a watermelon and filling it with rum, <laughs> and then just carrying that from place <laughs> to place with you? What do you know about that? What I do you know about getting your hair braided by a big muscular dude? Oh wait, oh, I what? Had that happened. This took a weird <gasps> wait, turn. Jamie, when did when did that happen to you? I, I went to uh, Saint Bart with my parents when I was like twelve, and I had a it had a you well, got cornrows. I did, and I thought they looked. <gasps> Fantastic. Yeah, I got that in the Bahamas oh, man, when I, I was 12. Them. High five. Oh, I'm so jealous. Did your hair have beads and or shells in it? <laughs> you know what? It had beads, two beads, and then foil tips. Nice. Wow. Did she not do that for you? I don't remember. Oh, okay. Do you recommend that? Only I for recommend, women? I recommend all of those things for anybody. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Even old men. <laughs> Especially old men. Weird how, old men with old shells are, in their hair. How old are you? 24. Okay, well, you look a lot older, possibly because of sun damage. Yeah, I was going to guess leathery. like 45. My skin is silky smooth. <laughs> Do you wear sunscreen? Yes. I wear sunscreen on my nose. I'm sponsored by Ocean Potion, the zinc oxide company. Oh, okay. I was wondering like how you were financing all of this time that you're spending. I have a lot of sponsorships. I'm sponsored by Ocean Potion. I'm the first ever dual sponsorship with competing coconut water companies <laughs> Vita Coco and Zyco or Zico I don't oh. I don't know you should maybe figure that out or else they might drop you what about like they dropped blood. a sack of money so big on my head it gave me a concussion <laughs> that must have cut into your vacation time I took a vacation from consciousness what do you do like right now you know you're hearing about like you know people in Australia I have getting not attacked by great white shark. Like, what do you? What? What would you suggest? Did they bring that on themselves? <laughs> yeah, is it their fault? That's so funny because I just recently answered a question to a confused teenager about what to do about shark attacks. Uh, that's irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, but when you think that like surfing is a pretty good vacation, surfing activity? is a great vacation activity. Here's a few ways to stay safe if you're going to swim with sharks. Oh, this First sounds of all, like it's going to be helpful. Okay. It is really helpful. I think you should wear dark colors in the water. You wear bright colors, sharks can see you, you're bit. But if you wear dark colors, won't you look more like a seal? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm afraid of, is being mistaken for a sick I mean, that seal. sounds smart, but it does directly contradict what our expert says. So I, I'm know. A little I know, but I'm just trying to, I'm being a know-it-all. That's well, my second tip is you can wear bright colors and scare the shark away. Okay. Ah. You got multiple options when it comes to avoiding sharks. You can stand your ground in the water. Blend in. <laughs> Very controversial. <laughs> blend in with the dark surroundings, or you could scare it. Yeah, with bright colors, or with just like being, being kind of like a seeming like a crazy person. You could get a flashlight from Brookstone that is waterproof. Mm. Are they another one of your sponsors? Yes. Okay. Have you ever punched a shark in the nose? 
I punched a shark in the nose. I slapped a snake with a branch. I even, <laughs> I even threw a porcupine like it was a football. Touchdown. <laughs> Did that hurt your hand? Yes. <laughs> it was way worth it. TMZ caught it on video. Oh, my God. Yeah. Is that why you did it? Were they Just because you knew they were there or were you throwing it at them? They said, hey, Vacation Jake should do something crazy for the cameras. Yeah. And Picked you... up a porcupine and I threw that shit. Man. Did the porcupine live? Yeah, it fell on a mattress. Oh, that's <laughs> like a traditional touchdown in football. They have mattresses in the end zone, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't, we don't right. have any football experts here, but uh, I, I'm, just, I'm just guessing that that's how football The works. mattress caught the football porcupine <laughs> as if it were a running back. <laughs> I consider that traditional enough. That sounds traditional. Um, Lisa wanted me to ask you this. I mean, and maybe she, Lisa wanted to ask you this herself, but I wrote it down <laughs> and maybe she Uh-oh. didn't. Um, wh- I'm really curious to know. I know the economy is in the shitter. Oh, yeah. And a lot of people are taking what is called a staycation. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about those? Disgusted. <laughs> Elaborate. Do not add a prefix to the word that saved my life. Okay. okay. Wow. Do not sully the word vacation with your cute, you know, like people call camping glamping now because they want to make camping glamorous. That is disgusting. I, they, yeah. Pick That's one or don't, don't, you, I'm so fired up right you're now. Getting, you're getting a little choked up. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to fire you up. I, I'm also against prefixes for anything, but especially for this. Fashionista. Yeah. Hate that one. That's just technically a suffix, I think. But, yeah, I, I agree with you. <laughs> and then less fashion thought, is I, the prefix. I thought fashionista right. was a replaced. It's just a nista. <laughs> I, okay, thought it was a, yeah. I thought it was a fashionable barista. <laughs> yeah. It's like someone who makes coffee drinks out of their outfits. Uh-huh, exactly. Yeah. A, fa- a fashionable barista. Okay, yep. we're running out of time. Um, Vacation Jason, what is your last piece of advice you will give vacationers out there that they need to know? I would say yell a lot. I'd say once you get on the beach, yell, make people know you're there, make friends, start a fire, eat (laughs) roasted meats that you hang over the fire with a rope or maybe long metal sticks. (laughs) This is sounding a lot like Castaway. Yeah. Hey, that's a great... Great vacation movie. That's my favorite Tom Hanks movie. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay. Well, it's time. We have how many minutes left, Marcus? Two minutes. Two minutes left. It's time right. for What Did We Learn? What did I learn? What did we learn? Where we summarize all of the new knowledge that we've gotten. Lisa, you go first. Uh, we learned that Baby Geniuses is a very bad movie that we should all go out and see. That is a very important piece of knowledge. Vacation Jason, did you learn anything? Yeah, I learned that for some people, stand-up comedy is difficult. <laughs> I'm the greatest stand-up comedian <laughs> in the world. <laughs> okay. I do remember when we talked about that. Uh, Jamie Lee, what did you learn while you were here today? What did I learn? Oh, I learned uh, that Vacation Jason <laughs> is really famous. TMZ, that's like a big deal. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Yeah, um, that's, a, that's a real deal, unless it's too much zinc. Isn't that your... Oh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got... For the greatest comedian in the world, you really missed a pretty great pun opportunity yeah. based on something that you were talking about. Is that a pun? Yeah. Was that a pun? It's wordplay. I thought you got me, but I didn't think it was... A, that's, a, that's wordplay. It's wordplay. An acronym? In a, yeah, uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's wordplay. It's pretty funny. It's a rad acronym. Yeah. I liked it. I learned 
I learned a lot today, you guys. I learned uh, some things about the movie Baby Geniuses. I learned about Quiverfuls. I didn't know that that was a thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I learned how Jamie Lee learned about sex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I also learned. I relearned that. Yeah, <laughs> I really, I had really pushed that back in my yeah. brain. So, hey, thanks, ladies, we're, for helping me this bring is like dug that up. Therapy, <laughs> and I also learned that we're all really good friends, and also how to stay safe from sharks. <laughs> uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Please follow us on Twitter at Lisa Draws. Yes, Lisa, I'm Lisa Draws at Mr. Emily Heller. Vacation Jason at Vacation Jason, and also you have a friend at. My fan site is run by a guy named Riley Soliner. You can follow him at Robot Riley. All right. And at the Jamie Lee. Jamie Lee. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll Thank see you. you next week. Yay. Yay.